This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A district court judge has lifted a temporary restraining order that limited wolf hunting and trapping in Montana, saying there is nothing to suggest rules now in place will make the wolf population unsustainable in the short term. District Judge Christopher Abbott ruled harvesting up to six wolves just outside Yellowstone National Park this season would not harm the park's wolf population and conservation efforts. The decision dissolves a temporary restraining order that Abbott issued on November 16th, reducing individual bag limits from 20 to 5 and blocking the use of snare traps. The hunting rules set by the Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Commission in August now take effect, according to the agency, and that will allow individuals to take up to 10 wolves by hunting and 10 by trapping. The trapping season opened on Monday. Quote, the state has a legitimate interest in managing wolves that accounts for all the interests at stake, including those of hunters and ranchers. That's according to Abbott's opinion. At a hearing Monday, Abbott heard testimony from Montana Wild Earth Guardians and the Coyote Project, which said that the state changed the method it uses to estimate the wolf population in a way that the groups say leads to an overestimation. Abbott said this year's quota of 456 wolves would not trigger irreparable harm. Montana's wolf population is estimated at just over 1,100, a number that has remained steady for the past several years, even though 329 wolves were taken in 2021. The 2021-2022 quota has been set at 450 without any limits set near Yellowstone Park. 23 park wolves were killed last winter. As of Tuesday, Montana hunters had killed 69 wolves since the season opened in September. The Montana-October jobs data show unemployment is up slightly in Montana as it was in September. Montana's unemployment rate rose one-tenth of one percent. It's now at three percent. Nationally, unemployment is 3.7%. In a statement, Governor Greg Gianforti's office highlighted private sector job growth, pointing to around 1,800 new jobs, mostly concentrated in the manufacturing, business services, and food services industry. Those gains were offset by job cuts in other sectors, most notably among state government positions. According to state labor statistics, the state government cut about 1,400 jobs last month, which represents about 5% of the workforce. Total employment dipped slightly by 257 jobs statewide in October. The Montana Board of Canvassers on Tuesday completed the statewide canvas of votes, making official the results of the 2022 general election. The board is made up of representatives of the Attorney General, Superintendent of Public Instruction, and Auditor. It declares the winning candidates and the adoption or rejection of ballot issues. 
The state canvass followed similar processes held in each of Montana's 56 counties in the two weeks following Election Day. The board's job is to certify that the vote totals reported by each county match the state's numbers. The board action came after county-level audits held in nearly each county that used tabulating machines to process ballots. Those audits involved hand-counting the vote in a random sampling of races from ballots cast from one to three randomly selected precincts. A hand recount of ballots in Cascade County has confirmed businesswoman Sandra Merchant beat 16-year incumbent Rena Moore to become the county's next clerk and recorder. The recount concluded Tuesday morning, with Merchant holding a 36-vote lead over Moore. Recounts in Montana can be requested if the margin is less than one-quarter of one percent of the total votes cast. On Friday, Merchant decided to file suit to block the election recount. Her request was denied Tuesday by 9th District Judge Robert Olson. Quote, Petitioners does not allege specific facts showing a delay would cause immediate and irreparable injury. There are no facts supporting the conclusion. That's according to the judge's opinion. Merchant told the Daily Montanan on Tuesday that she filed the request because she did not believe the recount was being done according to Montana law. Moore said she didn't understand why Merchant, who was winning, wanted to stop the recount. According to a county press release on Tuesday, the recount process required 28 county staff members to sort and count ballots, coupled with observers designated by both candidates as well as the county commissioners and legal staff. The release said there were expected slight differences in the totals between the machine count and the hand count, quote, largely due to human factors in the manual counting of votes. Ballots were counted at least twice by separate counting teams, but differences persisted, and a third team sometimes had to step in to get a matching number. The final results mentioned 14,342 votes, Rena Fontana Moore 14,306 votes, and all others 740 votes. Moore said she'd been doing real estate appraisals on the side, but now plans to do it full-time after leaving office. The anticipated cost of power from a small nuclear reactor that legislators and utility commissioners see as a potential lifeline for the coal strip power plant has nearly doubled, according to reports from early adopters in Utah and Idaho. Once expected to cost $58 per megawatt hour, energy from the small modular reactor in development by Oregon's-based New Scale Power and Utility Partners is now expected to be closer to 100 megawatts, significantly higher than anything in the base rates paid by Montana Utilities now. Northwestern's energy portfolio includes wind and power in the 30 megawatt range, hydropower in the upper 50s, 
and coal power between $50 and $70. Montana authorities said Tuesday that a human remains found in Carbon County 18 years ago have been identified as those of a Wisconsin hitchhiker who left his home state because of legal trouble. The Carbon County Sheriff's Office said the remains of Rogers Lee Ellis were identified after state and federal agencies launched an extensive genealogy investigation earlier this year. The investigation included sending skeletal remains to Othram, a private DNA lab in Texas, which uses its technology to build a DNA profile that ultimately helped identify the remains. Ellis was born in Rapids in 1954. The Carbon County Sheriff's Office says in December of 1976, he was facing legal troubles related to an arrest for marijuana possession. Authorities said he told his family he didn't want to go to jail and was headed west. He had no further contact with the family. Authorities believe Ellis was hitchhiking and was killed by one or more traveling companions who left his body in Montana and continued on their way elsewhere. Ellis's remains were discovered in June of 2004 after a hiker found a skull, leg bone, and pelvis near Red Lodge. At the time, DNA was entered into a national index, but no match was found until the new DNA profile was built this year. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, in 27 countries, on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.